0: Hey there, General Red Review here with Old Colony Pest Control. If you're having pest problems
1: in a commercial or residential setting, we're the people to call. Veteran-owned, based in
2: Massachusetts and Rhode Island, Old Colony has been here servicing your homes proudly, and we plan to keep it up. Our team is fast, efficient, and reliable.
1: We go above and beyond to cater each project's individual need. No task is too much for us,
2: so give us a call. 774 400 59 93. Again, the number is 774 400 5993. Hope to hear from you soon. General Red Review out.
0: This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school.
1: These colorful binders help me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying. New sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool.
2: These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils too. These new socks,
1: they can be a real lifesaver. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. <laughs> to remove
0: following conversation is real it took place on tuesday june 8th
1: of 2004 between a blonde star advisor and a subscriber
2: Oh my god, oh my god. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh my god. ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my god. Now, does your car have automatic locks or... Uh,
0: yes, 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 okay, yes. here's
2: what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um... Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the uh, shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes, oh my god, thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hon. Huh? Oh my god. You know what? <laughs> Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need
1: anything else? Blond Star. Know that's always it. on, because you're always blonde.
2: Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> 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 you
0: dig it? <laughs> this is awesome.
2: Is madness. This is madness. Ice, ice, abuse. Staring down, looking at the blood-stained concrete. You're the dead MC, flying at my feet. You took a nine-millimeter rhyme straight to your mind. Damn, my better split This is my time, so I make my way up the block. Get the whole base and lock that uh. Crack the casier and grab the phone. Come on, i troops up. Hope the soldiers only says Yo, hey, what's up, what's going on? Make it quick, cause I'm trying to get my stellar on Go uh. Yeah, girl, I'm in a. These lyrical assassins tried to pull a hit And then boom Came a noise from the other room It was the boys in blue with the SWAT crew They got us locked up for lyrical murder It's one of them charges that you never heard of It's the booth The booth The booth the booth, yeah, it's the booth. The booth, the booth, the booth, yeah. We're killing all your podcasts like the HIV virus. You wanna battle this kid? Don't even try this. Back up. Think again. Count to ten. You wanna grab that mic just to get done? In it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth.
0: Was he African?
2: African? African. No,
1: he was American and he was like you. He <laughs> looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Jewish. like
2: you. Okay, Jew. It's hey. an odd crime for a Jew to kill. Yeah, no, pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie.
1: No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew?
0: No, I look like a cock. Yeah. <sighs> he was Caucasian. Testing one, two, three, looks like you got me now It's your boy, Since One, has live from the City of Champions You are listening to The Booth, this is November 30th,
2: 2021 Got a good show ahead of us And I gotta talk to you guys about some topics tonight But before we go on, I wanna talk about There was a school shooting in Michigan One person, I believe, is dead um, Six were wounded The suspect was apprehended at the scene He surrendered, 15 years old, I believe they said he was um, which is why I played the PSA that you saw before the show began tonight. Um and it's you know, it's just a tragedy, sad, and my prayers and blessings go out to all the families who, you know, were involved in this terrible incident. Um, before we get into the show, I gotta thank last week's guest. Again, there was no guests last week on the show. Um I'm winding down the year. I think I have one guest to close out the show, which is Crystal Tyson. And then next week, I got my guys, Ken Diesel, R-Square coming on. And then maybe I'll throw one more guest in, but I'm kind of winding down, get ready to take those two weeks off for family and spend time with them. Rosemary, um, what's going on? I see you in the chat. going to say hello to Rosemary, who's watching the show on YouTube. And Joe. Oh, Joe O'Neill, what's going on, man? Sean Xavier, your boy Loco, what's going on out there in the chat? Hope you guys hang around. Rosemary Bolster, hello, how you doing? We're live here on Hoobazoo.com, YouTube, Hatchet Radio, all over the place. All over the place going live. So I want to make sure I thank everybody for tuning in to the show tonight. I got to get into my sponsors before we get into any of the topics. Michael Douglas Barretto fixes my controllers, my Xbox controllers. If I have a fade or if I have something going wrong with them, I send them out to him 24 hours, 48 hours. I'm back to gaming. Even though, you know... I got to say, everybody knows me. I'm a big gamer. I've got two controllers. So if I'm sending one out, (laughs) I got a backup for myself to keep playing. I mean, I'm I'm putting in some hours in Halo right now. Infinite multiplayer, Call of Duty Vanguard multiplayer. I went back to playing Outriders after the big update with that. So got a lot of stuff going on. And um, if you're out there looking to play with me online, Sinister One is my gamer tag. Had my gamer tag for the last 20-plus years with Xbox. So I'm easy to find. I am not. I don't have a list of numbers after my gamertag. I've never even changed my gamertag. I've got my gamertag from day one. So, um, Viana Marie's music, you can find her music everywhere, social media, online. Check it out. She's also on the Astronaut Name mixtape that was just released that you guys can get on Audio Mac. Also, Tactical Target Systems is where I get my targets from. When you see me blow up some steam and go to the range, because again, I'm afraid of this impending zombie robotic apocalypse (laughs) so i go to the range and i get my skills right so if the zombies do attack i'm gonna be that guy that you're gonna want on your zombie apocalypse squad i'll be your (laughs) darrow okay uh also my cousin's clothing line rebelrom.com check out www.rebelrom.com. Also, you guys saw the ad at the beginning of the show, Carbonell Veteran Home Residential and Commercial, 774-400-5993, Old Colony Pest Control, licensed and insured. Check him out if you've got pest problems in your home. Also, getting into the news booth, first topic of the night, youth football coach Derek, Derek Sheenan of Norwell was sentenced to 45 years for filming and abusing sexually abusing 11 to 12 year old children who were in a youth football program this is a guy who got the trust of parents parents allowed you know players to probably sleep over his house to watch game film or whatever and while these kids were there this guy you know annihilated parental trust and sexually assaulted these children and 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 abused them and 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 on top of it he filmed them So he was sentenced to 46 years, 45 years in prison. Um, If he lives, because he's like 50-something right now, if he lives, he'll get around around the time he's 80-something, and uh, he'll have five years of
0: probably supervised or home home walk-up. But guess what? (laughs) The clock is ticking, Derek. Let's be real. Let's be
2: real. People like Derek Sheehan, when they go to jail, it's just like father goggin and all these other people the clock is ticking it isn't long before prison justice does what it needs to do and that's take out the trash and you may hate on me for saying stuff like that you may be upset that i'm saying something like that but that's that's a fact of life that's real that's real you can have some of the grindiest, evilest people in prison. You can have white supremacists in prison. You can have hardcore black, you know what I'm saying? In prison, drug deals,
0: whatever. But there is one thing, one thing that's not tolerated in prison are child molesters. It's not tolerated. It's one of the, it, when the trash takes the trash out, that's what
2: happens in prison. So Derek, 45 years, I'm pretty sure if I had to place a bet down at Foxwoods on how long Derek Sheehan is going to last in
0: prison, I'll give him five years. i put that bet on there right now. You can hate me. You can say something right now about me. Whatever.
2: But five years. I give, I give, him, I give him five years before somebody ends up in a cell with him that doesn't like him and he ends up Whatever.
0: That's just a fact. That's just the realness of prison. That's just the realness of prison justice, street justice. So
2: don't come after me if you're mad about what I just said, but I'm just feeling it. Rosemary, hello again. Joe O'Neill, what's going on? He said, Ken is a zombie. <laughs> Scooby, Oh, because the Scooby-Doo. He's going to be a tight end. Joe O'Neill says he's going to be a tight end in prison, but Bubba, leave him until he dies. No, he won't. I'm sorry, Joe. He ain't gonna make it 46 years. He's not he's not gonna die of old age in prison. This dude is gonna this dude is going to take care. They're gonna take care of him. Prison justice is gonna take care of him. He will either find himself hung or he will be whatever. But I, I predict five years this dude will last. They don't tolerate that. They don't tolerate that in prison. That's the one thing. Especially a, a youth football coach. A youth football coach misleading his trust of parents. You know how many dudes are in jail whose kids play football? Ah, uh, bro. Sorry. He ain't making it. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't making it Yeah. Good. Less we have to pay. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, also out there in news, I, I got to talk about this because, um, you know, that with all this talk of defund the police and things of that sort in ways that we can – Change things. Um, I've been following this burner handgun that's been released. So this burner handgun that's been released, it's a non-lethal weapon. It's a lot of police forces are starting to take this weapon to replace the taser because they've got a ton of liable lawsuits with the use of tasers when officers are not properly trained and you have a loss of life. So this burner is a non-lethal firearm, which fires a projectile still has a shell and it's fired from CO2. Um, And then this shell is slit open as it leaves the the barrel. And when it hits, it splits and sprays uh, a chemical agent, that immediately gets into your breathing passages, your, your nose, your eyes, and it immediately, immediately puts you out of order, um, puts you down. Um, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, no, it doesn't work. It's not going to help. This, this, that, and this. I don't know. A lot of police forces right now are in the process of trying Berna. Um, There's a ton of videos out there. They're gaining a lot of steam. I'm trying to find out if there's a stock. In this because to be honest, guys, if you're looking for a stock that you want to get in from the ground up, Berna may be the one you might want to get in from the ground up because here's my feeling. Um, if police departments decide to take this on and dump the taser, the stock is going to go through the roof for this as, as police departments will file. So what I want to do, I'm going to show you guys a quick video of Berna. This is the actual kit. They have a new firearm that's for sale right now, and what's nice about burner is is you don't need a license to carry it. You don't need any, You don't need anything to carry it because it's just a self defense. It's like mace. Um, you can just carry it on your person, and you can't be stopped for having it. You can't be charged with anything for having it. Um, you can use it to to escalate a situation and not have any issues as long as you use it properly. Um, but check it out. I, I like this. Um, I think this is something that's great for women. I think this is great for uh, if you got a daughter and you got her on the college campus uh, to protect herself. And it's it's non lethal. So check out this burner. And then there's like two videos, but it's good stuff. Here it is: the burner firearm, and, and this is the new model. This model just came out, and this is the promotion. That's the the sd and they have the hd model and then they have a rifle so check it out it's pretty interesting like i said i'm waiting to see if there's a stock option on this one but keep your eyes on it. here we go
0: Wanted police to delete Hi, my name is social josh new video,
1: shows written this house, is our detailed breakdown off- of the all-new Berna sd launcher the sd is the embodiment of Berna's commitment to innovation and constant drive to provide the most advanced asking- less lethal self-defense tools on the market While having a similar form factor and size to its wildly popular predecessor, the HD, the Berna SD has several notable upgrades. The first is the SD's new raised textured honeycomb grip pattern, which allows the shooter better weapon control in all conditions, even when wet. The SD also integrates upgraded three-blade fixed sights that allow for quicker target acquisition and a more consistent sight picture. The SD's biggest upgrade resides in the trigger mechanism. The completely redesigned system includes a flat trigger interface, which helps increase leverage creating a smoother trigger press for the shooter. This new design has also allowed Beretta to decrease the weight needed to activate the trigger to under 6.5 pounds, similar to that of many semi-automatic pistols. This makes rapid and precise follow-up shots much easier for shooters of all types. If you're ready to level up your self-defense game, the SD is here to provide you with the ultimate advantage in less lethal. And until
0: next time, live safe. Stop, stop. Less lethal. Less <laughs> safe. <laughs>
1: fight like instantly left that hurt oh my god Yep, yeah. it's in my eyes i don't think i can open my eyes and leave oh, them open oh, oh. yeah. my throat's on fire like it's in my throat it's in my nose Man. so earlier you said that um you instantly took your fight away oh yeah what do you mean by that like if i was an assailant trying to come at somebody now i'm good like as soon as it made contact
0: like i could just feel like the oh, effects of it right. definitely would rather Take a taser than this any day of the week B-Y-R-N-A As you guys saw, that is the product
2: And you know, it's something I'd like to see a lot of police Police departments add, I'm not saying take away The firearms, but I'd like to see the taser Be replaced by this I think this has got more stopping Power Um, You know, it, 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 it Doesn't allow you to have to be, you know, with the taser You have to make sure you get the electrodes right. And you have to make sure that the setting is right. And sometimes people don't know how to properly set them correctly. And this is where they have the lawsuit. So I really, I really like this product. Um, I like seeing the fact a lot of police forces across the country are looking into this. They're all adding their videos to the burner. YouTube burner actually has a YouTube page and police departments across the country have been adding their videos to this page, which is, which is what caught my attention and there are a lot of police departments man they're really looking into changing over to this non-lethal firearm to add to their you know their repertoire of of things that can help them deescalate the situation without possibly taking a life i would like i said keep my eye out i'm going for stock <laughs> um and you guys may want to cuz like i said if the police departments if even even if 100 police departments i mean the stock is still going to go up You know, and that's the way I'm looking at it. I I feel like the stock is going to go up regardless. But I'm I'm going to keep an eye on it, and we'll go from there. Um, Dana White, and I'm not talking Dana White of the UFC. Dana White meet the first only black woman to franchise a national hair salon business. Now, we're applauding. We'll applaud it. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm happy for her. She's the first and only black woman to franchise a national hair salon business. But here's where I need to pull out my podium and speak to my community, <laughs> speak to
0: Black people. Striving there, Black business niche, Black business owner. Um, why, why, why did it, why did it take so long for a Black woman
2: to franchise her own national hair salon and business? And and here's, and here's what I'm going to say. You know, in the black community hair has been a big deal in the black community hair' has always been a big deal in the black community from barbershops to black hair salons there's two movies three four movies made about barbershops and black hair salons and anybody can tell you since the 90s late 80s early 90s when hip-hop exploded it burst black hair salons to the front to the forefront 90s was crazy White dudes was getting fades Getting vanilla ice And all these dudes was coming out They was getting black haircuts A lot of my white friends growing up Were getting going to black barbershops And getting the black haircuts
0: The black style haircuts on white hair And it changed the whole genre of how white guys Style their hair Black expos Hair expos Black hair expos and I'm just going to get real is one of
2: the biggest draws, one of the biggest money makers in the black community, people. A lot of people don't know this. Black Hair Expos yearly, before COVID, it was one of the biggest events in a yearly basis. Like, there were barbershops and salons who tied up their weekends getting ready for hair shows. For years, this goes back. For years and years and years. So you're telling me all of this money, all of this time spent in the black hair industry with expos and salons from way back in the 90s. It took us until 2021 for a black woman to franchise a national hair salon business. That's real. To be honest, we can applaud that. We can applaud it. But really, I'm I'm kind of low key in applauding the because there's really nothing to be happy about. We should have been had the first franchise black owned national hair salon business by a black woman or a black man. Should have been had this with the money and time that's spent with black hair in the black community. I'm just being I'm just being real. How's it going, Dave? Thanks for tuning in. I'm just I'm just being real. Cause a lot of white people are gonna sit out here and they're gonna say Oh, yeah, you know, that's nice. That's, but I'm just telling you from a black person's perspective, this really ain't nothing to applaud. This is really something that we can we can applaud low-key, but then ask ourselves, why did it take so long? Ask ourselves, as a black community, why did it take so long? Where was all that money going at the black expos? Why weren't we helping people franchise their businesses after doing all this time and getting all this promotion at black hair expos? Anybody who will tell you, anybody will tell you. No, nah, Joe, Joe, investment costs is an issue, but you have to understand where Black Expo hair expos come from, bro. You, you, there is so much money, promotion, and time spent on Black hair expos in the Black community, from churches to Black businesses. It's one of the things that that is promoted like no tomorrow. And if I'm not mistaken, it they have one in the, they have like multiple expos. They have one in Atlanta, they have one in D.C., and they have one in Chicago. Three of the biggest metropolitan black areas that they hold these uh, expos down, and they bring in a ton of money and a ton of people and a ton of promotion. So I'm happy and mad at the same time. So I'm just I'm just saying that, and I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. And a lot of black, you know, I I posted this, um, and there was a group, you know, bridging our wealth is where I saw this, and I said this. I said, well, I'm going to bring the elephant up in the room.
0: Why are we applauding this? Why? Why did it take so long? It's one of these things you got to ask yourselves. Just, just,
2: just want to ask yourself. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, like I said, congratulations, Dana White. I'm not taking nothing away from you. I'm proud of you. I'm not taking anything away from you. But as a community, we failed. As as black community, we fail. I'm just letting you know that. Uh, New Jersey police officer struck a nurse. Listen to this story. Listen to this story.
0: A New Jersey police officer hit a nurse in, New, in, in Pennsylvania, put her body in his car, drove his car home, He said agree, but simply until now, nobody though of doing it on the national level.
2: And that's the question. but that's the point I'm making, Joe. It is done on the national level. Nobody's ever franchised it or done anything. That's the question I'm asking. Why did it take so long in the black community for somebody to franchise it, for somebody to do it on the national level? What there's a lot of questions to be asked there. for, for what in, has gone on in black expos. Just
0: Joe, do me a favor when you start watching this show. Google black hair expos. <laughs> Google it.
2: You tell me next week <laughs> what you found out. Do your homework. Google black hair expos. Trust to believe me. After doing your homework and and doing your research on black hair expos and what they've made and what they've earned and what they've done for the since nineteen nineties and, and late eighties,
0: you're gonna say, how the hell did no one? have a franchise up until now. Just had, I'm just telling you, check it out. Uh, New Jersey police officer. So he struck a nurse, put her in her, in his car,
2: brought her home, she was dead. He didn't know what to do with the body, panicked and brought the body back to the scene of the crime where he hit her, put her body there and then drove back like no one was gonna notice or realize or check any web cameras. Craziness. This, again, people who have positions of trust, and then they violate that trust. So this gentleman here, he's been arrested. Um, this is one of the craziest, sickest police officer stories I think I've heard in 2021. This is this is crazy. This is insane. So we're going to keep an eye on this one because I'm going to see what happens to him, um, and we'll go from there. Um, here's a story that they got to talk about, and I hate doing stories like this. Um, they found a new opiate that's more powerful than fentanyl in D.C. overdoses. Now, I I hate saying stories like this because I feel like when you touch base on a story like this, it's it's pretty much an infomercial for addicts who may tune into your show or to your news thing. Crack, all these things, fentanyl. When they started talking about all this stuff, a lot of these addicts went looking for this high. Oh, my God. There's, you mean there's a better high out there? Oh, my God. I gotta, and I hate Mentioning it because I feel like we're telling them, like an infomercial, that it's out there. But you have to, at the same time, you have to educate people and then let them know because there's a lot of people out there with loved ones who are addicted, and and having substance abuse issues that may get caught up in this new, and lose their lives. So it's like, damn, do you tell people about this or do you keep it quiet for a while? Here, I was like, man, news news media shouldn't say anything about any types of new whatever on the street. That was my feeling. But then somebody said, well, you kind of got to tell it. Cause there's a lot of loved ones dealing with people who may end up on that new one and lose their life. So I'm it's, I'm torn. I, I don't want to mention it, but I, you have to mention it. Cause have now since the last five years, I've known and met a lot of people who've lost their lives to this opiate addiction crisis. So it's tough. It's tough for me to mention this story, but again, be, be on the lookout, people. It, it, it it's They found it in D.C. Um, I pray they can nip it in the bud and don't let it get wherever. It, I just, I can't. I, I'm not going to mention what it's called because there is a name for it already. I'm not going to mention what it's called, but I'm just letting people be aware that it is out there. And, you know, if you've got a loved one that's battling substance abuse, um,
0: yeah, this is, keep your eye. Keep your eye. Uh, Joe O'Neill, Um uh, you'll have to look at the story. It was in I, I want to say it might have been Patterson, New Jersey. Joe is where the story came
2: from. Um he was a police officer. Um he wants Joe said what about uh actually the new mayor, Michelle Wu, she took over. Uh the first thing she did was she went down there. They're cleaning it up down there. Shattuck Hospital is the new site. They're building like temporary little wooden cottages. And they're going to be housing a lot of the people from methadone mile at these cottages down at Shattuck Hospital up in that area. But all that does kind of is move one problem to another problem, even though that methadone mile area needs to be cleared up because that that area is a hot mess. Hot mess. I try to avoid it every chance. Yep. So I want to get out of there heading into the legal booth. Wendy and Kyle Rittenhouse. Here we go, people. (laughs) Wendy and Kyle Rittenhouse claim they fired their first lawyer, Lynn Wood, because of his support of the election fraud and conspiracy claims that the election was fixed. And they claim that when he took his picture with the proud boys and, and, and flashing the white supremacist symbol and wearing the shirt while out on bail, Before his
0: trial, they were claiming that, here's what they said, okay? Here's what they said. They said that
2: Lynn Wood set them up. They had no idea who the Proud Boys were. They had no idea that they were white supremacists. They had no idea what the white supremacist symbols were that he was holding up. He had no idea that the shirt he wore, (laughs) all of this stuff. Is what Rittenhouse and them are saying. Now I'm going to show you guys <laughs> a quick, a quick video, a quick picture. So, so we have a picture. Last week, I'm not going to show you the picture. I'm going to show you the video. The, the picture was after Kyle Rittenhouse claimed all this crap about Linwood and and doesn't want to support the election fraud. Okay, Kyle
0: Rittenhouse. Two days later, guess where he's at? He's on Mar Lago with President Trump. He's with President Trump in Mar Lago. But he don't but he don't
2: he don't support this and he don't support that and he don't know this and but that. And here's the thing he don't know nothing about white supremacists, he don't know nothing about the Proud Boys. Well, those of you guys who had never knew this or never saw this, here's a little snippet from when Kyle Rittenhouse was arrested. The night he committed those, well, self-defense, when he killed those people in self-defense. Here's a video. The night that Kyle killed those two people in self-defense. This is him speaking with the Kenosha Police Department with his mother by his side. Listen very carefully to what Kyle Rittenhouse asked the Kenosha Police Department the night of his arrest. Here we go
0: wanted police to delete his social media.
1: Some new video shows Rittenhouse interviewed by officers in Illinois hours after he's accused of killing two protesters last summer in Kenosha. TMJ4 News obtained this video through an open records request. After asking for a lawyer, Rittenhouse asks officers to delete his social media accounts. Delete my social media accounts after you guys the important to go through all <laughs> you make sure everything, like my social media is deleted?: Those social, social media, media accounts, accounts. showed no, Rittenhouse no. in the front row of a Donald Trump no, rally, rally, as well as posing with weapons. He's out of jail
0: bail. after posting two million dollars bail, much what's of that, that paid for through what's public what's donations Why? Why would Kyle Rittenhouse be asking? Now, see, this this was inadmissible in court. They couldn't use this in court.
2: But that, to me, that spoke volumes. Kyle Rittenhouse is asking the police officers on the night of his arrest, when you guys do what you got to do, can you delete my
0: social media? <laughs> Why, Kyle? Why? Because you're on Pornhub? Because you're on RedTube? hell no y'all know why Kyle wanted his
2: social media deleted exactly in the pictures and videos that you just saw that's the reason why that's the reason why Kyle Rittenhouse wanted it deleted and anybody who's gonna come up to you say oh Kyle's and his mom's is gonna sue President Biden for calling him a white supremacist and he's not a white supremacist well you know what people tell him you watched the booth tell him you saw the exclusive video of Kyle Rittenhouse talking to Kenosha police the night of the, of the self-defense. And he asked to clean my computer, delete all my social media. And then they show exactly the type of things that's on his social media and in his computer. And God only knows what else
0: is in that was in his computer. You can leave the comments here, people. If you never saw that
2: video before, you can share it with your friends. I'll tell you that much. That's coming right from the horse's mouth. Right from the horse's mouth. Delete my social media, please, after. (laughs) It's almost like that scene in Suicide Squad when Will Smith pulls the gun. They give Will Smith the gun so they can show if he still has it. And he puts the gun on the dude that's been an a hole the whole time, the, the 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 SWAT officer, the prison guard. And he says, if he if he kills me, clear my web browser. <laughs> that's what that's that what that just reminded me of. Cranberry Ginger Ale today. So if people are wondering, every week I've got my Sandy Lablo All-Stars Cup for Van Bates. Rest in peace. Everybody kind of wonders what's What's in this, the one drinking this week? What's in my cup? Cranberry ginger ale. We're coming off of Thanksgiving, heading into the holidays. they um, had a lot of apple juice. Usually I always drink apple juice while I'm on the show or water. But this week, probably next week, I'm on a cranberry
0: ginger ale kick. Kind of what I got right now. So, again, Wendy, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, it's just
2: funny stuff. Just hilarious stuff. Hilarious. So... They're going to try to claim that that's their reason for firing Lynn Wood. We'll see. We'll see. I think a lot more truth is going to come out about this. Um, also, let's see. I think we're still in the legal booth here. I believe we are. Yep. Oh, oh, no, there's the picture. There's the picture of him right there with Donald Trump. Two days after he said he, they fired Lynn Wood for his beliefs, and Lynn Wood was a Trump supporter. And two days later, you go and take a picture with Donald Trump. Contradictory? Much? I'd say so. (laughs) I'd say so. Uh, Convicted Florida man who gleefully carried Nancy Pelosi's podium around the Capitol on January 6th. Guess what? He wants to go away, travel, and meet his family and see his friends on Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. You're going to stay your ass at home, and they better tell him to stay his ass at home. You in jail. You committed a crime. A federal offense. You insur- you're you an insurrectionist. You stormed the Capitol on January 6th. You don't get breaks. You don't go to visit your family on Christmas. He said he got an uncle Who's sick and might pass away. Oh, well. Oh, well. You should have thought about that on January 6th. When you was taking Nancy Pelosi. You can hate Nancy Pelosi. When you thought you was taking her
0: speaker of the house podium. And waving and taking pictures on social media. Now you want us to have sympathy
2: on you and let you go visit your family and friends on Christmas? Hell no. Hell No. You're going to stay exactly where you are, locked up.
0: Locked up. The nerve of some of these people, the nerve of the entitlement of some of these people. Like, really? Really? I hope he's denied. I hope his ass is straight
2: denied. Milestone victory in the legal booth. Three major pharmacies, we've been following this on the show, three major pharmacies have been now found responsible for the opiate crisis. CVS, Walmart, and Walgreens. They're going to pay. Ooh-wee. They are going to pay, 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 pay. Rite Aid settled and then closed a lot of their stores. Rite Aid got out of this quick. They were part of this one. And I forget there was another another pharmacy that was tied up into this that's not up here in the northeast, it's more more of down south and out west. They were tied up in this, they also got out and they settled also. But CBS and Walmart and Walgreens, the bigger companies, they said, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna fight this. We're gonna let the jury decide. Well, the jury decided, and you won't pay. You are gonna pay out. But here's the thing, people: if you were a conspiracy theorist someone who wears, you know, the, the, the tin hat clan, some would say that, you know, it's real strange that this opiate crisis has come out and now we have COVID and a lot of these companies that have to pay out, is the irony of the situation. A lot of these companies that are going to have to pay out for the opiate crisis, guess what? They're going to make that money on the back end with COVID vaccines. How ironic and crazy is that, people? How... Much of a slap in the face is that. While you paying out for the opiate epidemic, and of course the lawyers are going to get the most of that, the third, versus the victims and how much they're going to get in the families,
0: but you're going to collect all this money with COVID vaccines from insurance companies. What a friggin' like I said, the rich get richer. (laughs) It's another
2: great example of the rich... Getting richer—it's—it's it's insane, people. Insane how this it works as you get older, as you get wiser, as you notice these crazy things.
0: The money they're gonna pay out for the opiate crisis—they're gonna make right back, right back in COVID. It—it's it, insane. It just boggles my effing mind. <laughs> Think about it. That's why they're all pushing. Come here. Come, here. come on. Come on. Come come, come get your free vax. Come on. Come on. You Billion, your, your insurance company is taking care of it all. Yep. Craziness. Craziness. It's all about the money. All about the money. Then into the entertainment booth, Steve
2: Burton fired from General Hospital after 29 years. I, I actually used to watch soaps back in the day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, sister. One was a... Big soap opera watching dude when I was younger because they had all the hot chicks. I worked, look, I worked the overnight shift. I was home during the day. There was nothing on but soap operas. And half the time I couldn't believe what they were showing on daytime soap show. It was all simulated. It was like watching soft porn. Soap operas was like watching. I was like, damn, this is on at 11 o'clock in the morning? Are you serious?
0: And I was there. I was watching them. One Life to Live. All My Children. General Hospital. I was watching them.
2: I was watching them all. Because they had some of the hottest chicks on soap operas. Some of the hottest chicks were on soap operas. For real. For real. And then I got to interview one and I was all flabbergasted. <laughs> I got to interview um a girl from all my children. Um Oh, I forget her name now. She was she was Goo Girl on All My Children. She came on this ghoul girl. She had the glasses and was made they made her up to be real ugly. And then she ended up be, becoming this beautiful, beautiful girl on the show. Uh Me Jack Sullivan says, Nick Cannon does too. My ex Al, yes. A lot of fun after school, man. <laughs> Must be talking about soaps. But Steve Burton, yeah, long time. General Hospital guy, twenty-nine years on the show. Um, he says since someone someone checks since the one's computer. <laughs> Said he's gonna get the he's he he wasn't getting the COVID vaccine, he got fired. See you later. This is gonna happen a lot in entertainment, so be wary. This he's not the first one. Um, it's coming. It's coming as this gets worse and this this new Omnicron, you know, is out there. Every time I hear Omnicron, I think a Unicron from <laughs>
0: Heading into the sports booth. We are at 743. Patriots roll past the Titans. They belittle the
2: Titans 36 to what was it? 36 to 16 was the final score. They took home their sixth straight and you know, a lot of people I've been talking about the Patriots since week three. I've been going back and forth with people on social media who were saying the defense suck. And I'm like, the defense don't suck. I don't know what games you all are watching. I was telling people the defense was good after week three. People are like, oh no, they giving this. I'm like, yo, obviously y'all ain't paying attention. The Patriots' defense right now is like the 2001 defense, that Ben Don't Break defense that Belichick had. That that's the defense. We don't we don't care. We gave up a 68 yarder. Let's let's be honest. That 68 yard. That was was some good blocking up front. Great blocking up front to break him loose for that 68. You take away that 68 yards, and you take away that touchdown, now they they only got two field goals. They held the Titans, who was the top team. And Joe's going back to Miami. Miami, let's let's go back. Let's let's go back. Let's go back to the Dolphins game, Joe. Let's go back to the Dolphins game, game, Joe. Y'all did it again. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Y'all got that game again. It's like we always split. No matter what happens, the Patriots always split with Miami. And it's always some crazy, stupid-ass way that we split and someone takes the loss. On a Monday night matchup, y'all had put so much pressure on Tom Brady. Uh, There was a ton of sacks on Brady, y'all put in probably what was one of the best defensive efforts, and you guys upset the Patriots on a Monday night. Then two seasons ago, you guys threw a Hail Mary stupid-ass pass and you you broke it to the end zone and, and won with no time left on the clock. Then this matchup in week one, what happened? What happened? Patriots controlled the whole game. Patriots had the win in their hands. Our running back... Fumbled the ball
0: and gave you guys the win. Fumbled the ball and gave you guys a win. Gave up the ball. That was a game that would be won
2: by the Patriots. So, right now, really, the only real big loss the Patriots have, the real defeat is the Saints. Because Tampa Bay had to go toe to toe and had to play 60 minutes of ball to beat the Patriots. And the only reason why Tampa Bay got out of here with a win is because Nick Folk's field goal hit the post. Other than that, Tampa Bay would have been going home with a loss. Dallas came here. Dallas had to go 60-plus minutes. They had to go overtime. Dak Prescott played out of his mind and still had to take overtime to beat the Patriots. Week 3. Week three, I said this team was hashtag the most dangerous team, and people were laughing at me. People were clowning me on social media. You don't know what you're talking about, this and that. Look, look, bro, I do know what I'm talking about. I've been knowing what I've been talking about for the last 20-plus years and then some about this team. I'm dead on. I'm usually always dead on. And, Joe, you can vouch for this because I was on your sports show for this very reason. (laughs) <laughs> sports page with Joe O'Neill Time and time again We talked about this stuff And everything we talked about on your show Was dead on Dead on The Patriots are the team And now everybody's saying that. With Everything that everybody's talking about Out here right now in the sports world About the Patriots About them being the most dangerous team About how nobody wants to play them How this and that and this and that Yo, if you've been watching the booth And watching this show since week two I've been saying all this stuff. Everything that these multi-million-dollar sportscasters and stuff are all saying on sports radio and sports TV right now, I've been saying it. What Boomer Saint Asi- said this week on there, I was saying it. I was telling everybody all this about the defense. I told everybody nine players, nine defensive players sat out last year. Nine veterans sat out last year. You can't, you can't take the patrons defense worth a grain of salt from last year. You can't even take that whole entire COVID season. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, if it wasn't for COVID, they probably would not have made the Super Bowl or won. But they benefited from COVID. Tampa Bay, they did. They got some great matchups at the right time with people with COVID out. The season was messed up because the schedule was getting changed over and over. Games were being played on Wednesday night, Thursday nights, and Tampa Bay benefited. They got their games won that they needed to get won. But I'll tell you right now, last year, if it was a full 16-game season and no COVID,
0: I don't think Tampa Bay would have won last year. I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. That opening with you
2: with me and um, giving you CPR that's actually on YouTube, Joe, that episode, that show. So again, Patriots just won their sixth straight. Monday night football is coming up. Buffalo. This is gonna be a playoff atmosphere game. They're in Buffalo for the first matchup, and then in two weeks, because they have a bye, and then they have the Colts, and then they have Buffalo. It's this this three game stretch is I'm I'm just gonna say, it's a tough stretch. It's a tough stretch. They gotta take. They gotta take one from Buffalo. They gotta take one. I don't think. I don't think they're apt to take two from Buffalo because Belichick don't like to show teams that he has close matchups with. He don't like to show everything. He don't. He don't like to show everything. So I'm expecting Belichick to just leave a little bit off the table on Monday night. Off the table. Yeah, I think he's. I think and, and I think you're right, Joe. I think Monday night's game. I think. I think he's gonna let. His defense dictate this game. Now they brought a running back in this week. They brought a running back in because JJ Taylor has COVID and he's out. Um, So they did bring a running back in, which lets me believe, like I said last week, they're going to run the ball. They are going to run the ball and let the defense win this first game. They they don't want to show a lot of Mac Jones in this first matchup against Buffalo. I think they want to win on the ground and win with defense. I think they want to go in there Control the clock, smack Buffalo in the mouth, and just run that ball. Rondre Stevenson is 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 turned out to look when I saw him playing at the Eagles preseason game when me and Ty went down there. I'm like, this kid is gonna be a problem. That that whole that whole grinding it out, I think that's what we'll see. I think we're gonna see that. We're gonna see that. Um the Colts after the after the break scares me. Because Jonathan Taylor is my running back in fantasy, and damn. (laughs) They're going to have to do whatever they can to stop this man. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. Yeah, Jones, Mac Jones, I had said this. I had talked about three people that I wanted the Patriots to get a quarterback, and I had somebody on on one of the Patriots uh, groups that I had put in there, that my three picks. They said I played too much Madden. It would never happen. And we got Mac Jones. So... (laughs) So again, don't doubt me when I talk about stuff. <laughs> um, in MMA news, UFC's Cody Garbrandt has dropped down to one hundred and twenty-five for his two UFC two hundred and sixty-nine fight in January. Now, I've had fighters on this show. I've also had a UFC fighter on this show, Peter Barrett. We discussed this whole thing about cutting weight and body fat. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. So Cody Garbrandt. He fights at bantamweight. He's now dropped down the flyweight, which is 125. And there are some pictures of Cody Garbrandt that he looks horrible. Sorry. He looks horrible. And number number two, if you have no body fat, because that's what they're saying. Like, he has no body fat. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. I've seen it over the years. Only one fighter has taken a drastic weight cut and has succeeded. That's Jose Aldo. It's the only guy. Conor McGregor did it. He failed. We've seen it time and time again. The drastic weight cuts is not good. And when you have, look, and when you have no body fat to burn in a fight in MMA, it's not good. You're talking. If you get into a, a drag out five rounder or even a three rounder, three three rounds, five minutes, and you on the ground and you rolling, and now you've turned into a lot of wrestling and, and not much stand up. Guess what? You don't have much fat to burn in that cage. He's he Cody Garbrandt's tumble. He has no body fat. Okay, that's nice. That looks good. That all that's all great. But guess what? When you're in that cage and you've got three rounds at five minutes each and you've got no body fat to burn because you had the struggle just to make that 125 at the flyweight, I'm sorry, it's, it's dangerous. You start burning up your kidneys. You start burning up internal organs if you get into a fight that's gonna take, all, that's gonna take you the distance. I Look, I pray, I worry, I fear for Cody
0: Garbrandt. Why? Because I have a personal attachment to someone who lost their life. Lost their life in the cage. Kidneys shut down. The person died. I was the ring announcer. And everybody can debate and say how they feel, but i've I've never been a fan of the weight cut. never
2: it's dangerous people. This is why boxing kind of kind of got away and added classes, man It's just dangerous and 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 I don't know why Dana white or his camp i mean whatever I mean I'm gonna tune in, but man, I pray, I pray he comes out of it with a fast victory and um he doesn't have long effects yeah joe yep effect is longevity a lot of yeah a lot of people don't know boxing who don't know mma when you make this drastic weight cut and the stress that it puts on your body some people like i said jose aldo is really the only guy i know that's done it and has been successful at it but almost every other fighter has never really recovered from doing a drastic weight cut so look we'll have to keep our eyes out like we'll have to keep our eyes out um 7.55, 7:55. Five minutes left to the show. We're gonna get into the Biden bombshells. Another topic I got to get into here, and I, I, there was a lot of topics this week that I could that I could get about it. You're gonna to have to. Or Joe O'Neill says you're gonna to have to ask Dana White about it. So Dana White knows all about this. This is why they added certain weight classes. They know about it, but but they also know what puts asses in the seats. You know. And I, I get it. Cody Garbrandt, he's a name. He's going to put asses in the seat for the flyweight fights because there's not really many flyweight guys attracting people down there. So Cody Garbrandt is going to put asses in the seats and get tickets sold for that flyweight division. I hate to say it. That's kind of what it's all about, to be honest. That's, that's That's just real talk. That's just real talk. So... We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Like I said, I just wish, I just pray, God forbid, nothing happens to him. Drop it down. And there's pictures, people. If you want, um, just Google Cody Garbrandt, UFC, and 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 Google flyweight. Because if you Google him, mostly what's gonna come up is his banter weight pictures, and he's gonna look he's gonna look real healthy. He's gonna look at his proper weight. You wanna make sure you put fly weight in there when you Google it, and then you're gonna see what he really looks like. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna say, you know. Yeah, I'm out. I'm getting ready to close out in five minutes, Joe. Four minutes, four minutes. Thanks for tuning in, man. Um, a lot of people are gonna say, "Jesus, wow, you're right," you know. And a lot of sports athletes and a lot of people who are in sports medicine, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna talk about the loss. And I, I you know, I would have loved to have gotten somebody on here, but I got I got four minutes to go. Uh, let's get into the Biden bombshells. OPEC is crying me a river. If I could put Justin Timberlake on right now, I'd put the Crimea River song on for OPEC and and here's where I get into this debate with a lot of people online in regards to gas prices. You know, I went to the gas station the other day and you know someone had put stickers at the gas pump and said Biden did this and put gas stickers where the where the price per gallon is. you know it's real cute, it's funny or whatever. But again, to misinformed people. The misinformed people are putting these stickers up. The president has no control over gas prices. To be honest, mayors and governors have more control over the gas prices than the president. Why? Because mayors and governors can initiate taxes on your gas prices for your cities and states and towns. They actually have more control over your gas prices than the president. The president really has no say over the gas prices gas prices worldwide nationwide are controlled by opec it's always been controlled by opec the two warring families of opec control it and guess what they've done they've done the same thing that the shipping industry has done they've created a way to use covid to maximize their profits and get filthy rich to recoup the money that they lost during COVID because everything was shut down, nobody was traveling, nobody was buying gas, and I know it firsthand because I work my regular gig in transportation where I went from ordering almost 18 to 19,000 gallons of diesel monthly to 9,000 gallons almost every two months. For a while there, I didn't have an, a, a fuel delivery for almost five months. Because we only had four buses on the street at Logan Airport. So here's the thing. Here's the problem. You want to know why your gas prices are real high right now at the pump and why we may reach $5 at the pump? It has nothing to do with Biden. The problem is, is that, one, OPEC didn't prepare for this demand that everybody knew and foresaw coming. OPEC didn't prepare for this so bad that they don't have enough barrels to put the demand of oil that we have out there into barrels and get it shipped out there's 21 million gallons of raw raw oil ready to be shipped so the prices can drop at the pump but guess what opec didn't force didn't foresee this didn't order enough barrels to be made to handle this this explosion of need for this product they didn't foresee this yeah they did they knew this was coming they knew this was coming And they could have prepared for it by ordering more barrels so they could transport and ship the oil out. They could have done all this crap and they didn't. Why? So they could create demand and push the prices up per barrel. So by January, we may end up seeing a price per barrel at $150 price per barrel. Because once they get the barrels, the demand is going to be needed and they're going to set the price at whatever they want and get it to wherever. Hence the reason why Joe Biden wanted the Federal Trade Commission to look into this. Because it's wrong. And once again, it's the rich get richer, the poor get poor, and the middle class carries everybody else on their effing backs because that's what this is all about. So the next time somebody tells you, oh, Joe Biden the reason why my gas price. No, it isn't. Slap him upside the head. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It's all about OPEC.
0: OPEC. And to be honest, the only way we are going to get out of OPEC is go electric. That's the only real true way to, to get out of needing them
2: in our lives is OPEC, is, is just Try to go oh, op- electric quick. <laughs> and it's coming. Automation and electric is coming. Um, because natural gas is fading out. There's a lot of issues with natural gas now. Um, so real everybody's really pushing electric now. So um, hey guys, it's 801, 8:30 is Maddie C Sports for You and me. He's got Joe Penafiel. the party is gonna be on Cage Titans Fighter out of Florida. He came up here, we saw him fight at Cage Titans 50. He's gonna be on the show tonight. You want to make sure to check that out. Uh, Idalia Medina Is another guest he's got on She will be on the show next week And then he'll have some interviews He's going to close out the year with Because he just was at the holiday bash for CES uh, This past weekend So, going to get ready to get out of here I got to thank everybody for supporting the show And checking out those beanies over there And a lot of the things that I've been trying to You know, hold down, get done (laughs) <laughs> it's it's great to see the support from you guys. Love you. Um also the podcasts that I'm involved with. She talks football fall podcast, Driving the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio, Happy Hour with Lido, Maddie C Sports for You with me, Talk Back with Gloria Shea. She has a play that you guys have been seeing the ad for Sugar to Play that plays before my show comes on. We're actually having the first Zoom audition. What's up, Tyrone? Tyrone Washington watching the show. Good stuff. Got to thank everybody again. So she's got her thing coming up. Also, Dave Haggerty, I saw you in the chat. Dave Haggerty, he won a shirt from ilovebostonsports.com. I've also got a winner from overseas. I got to get him a shirt. There's two more people I got to get a shirt before we close out the year. And then I got to pick a winner from tonight uh, for a shirt. But Dave Haggerty, I love Boston sports. I want to thank you for coming out. I got to thank everybody for hung out with us at the It Factor this past Sunday night in Waltham. Me and Vianna Marie were guest judges. Good stuff. The It Factor. Also, there's a picture of me, Vianna Marie, and uh, Benson. If you guys remember Benson, I had the DJ battle with him on New Year's Eve. Prince against R. Kelly. And Brittany over there on the right-hand side, um, she was there with us. She was also one of the guest judges. Got a Christmas toy drive coming up for Boomtown. Boom Squad Radio. Uh, Friday, December 10th. Fiona Marie is supposed to be performing at this event. $20 at the door. Also, another Christmas drive I got to mention here in Brockton, but I got to also mention this third annual Women's Empowerment Benefit, December 12th, 1.30 to 4.30 Blessings Lounge. Um, This is going to be a great event. Also, you want to check that out. And here's the Brockton toy drive I was talking about. Robert E. Sullivan is looking for people to drop off toys in the lobby of the police department until December 17th. All of the toys will go to Project Guardian Angels for Brockton Youth. That's Rosie Vasquez, to be honest. I'm trying to maybe get one guest on to close out the year. Maybe I'll try to reach out and get Rosie Vasquez to come on the show and talk about the Brockton Youth Project Guardian Angels program that she does every year to get gifts to these kids. And um, that's about it. That's about it. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in the show. It was a great show tonight, good stuff, and um, we are at 8.02. Check out Viana Marie's music, streaming online everywhere. You want to make sure to check her out. Also check out, uh, let's see, who else we got here. Um, And then there was something else I had to mention, but maybe not. It may not be enough. Oh, yes, there it is, right there. The AFL, brand new uniforms the Back Bay Bees, the Boston Omegas, and the, uh, I want to say, the Boston Bean Town Brigade. So there's going to be eight teams all together, but they just announced the first four team names and their jerseys. We're going to try to get Senor course on the show, and um, that's about it. That's about it, people. I got to get ready to get out of here so you guys can tune in too. Supposed to Maddie C. Sports for you and me at E30. I'll be back here next week. Spongebob, do me a favor, take us.
0: Well, see you next Tuesday.
1: Thank you for listening to The Booth on HubaZoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One.
2: I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics instead. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow, You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink,
1: I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy, if only... I'm making this, don't no repeat, now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, y'all think I'm playing, and I gotta hit now, for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't playing. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down, I'm that chick with a clean ass whip, I don't need that shit. like I am my own now, I ain't hungry, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down, don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. <laughs> W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O,
0: that's a wizard.com. Get your website, get your website, get your website, get your website.